yes, my name is Lineke Grolé. Uh, I work as an online content specialist at the Caro NCRV. Uh, I work at the innovation department um, for the Slims Demands, the TV program. I especially work uh, for everything online. And I'm also a product owner of the Slims Demands Voice. So I'm going to talk to you about it a lot today. Um, at the Caro NCRV, we're exploring a lot of opportunities within Voice, as Martin said. Uh, for instance, uh, in service, we um, published the Binnenste Buiten cooking assistant. I don't know if, like, can you put your hands up if anyone uh, who did it, who used it, who knows about it? Ah, yeah, uh, some people. Um, for storytelling, we did Verhalen uit het nest. I'm gonna show you or like f uh, make you listen to a clip later. Um, and entertainment as well. We did the Willem Wever challenge, uh, and now we're working on the Slim's Demands. Um, yeah, so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about all these uh, actions, uh, but I'm especially going to focus on the Slim's Demands. Is there anyone who is not familiar with the Slim's Demands? Yes, everyone. Okay, that's good. Well, maybe there's like, you know, uh, people from abroad who, doesn't who don't know about it. Um, yeah, so the Slim's Demands. Um, I will talk about what we learned from all these actions and uh, talk more about the process. Um, so, yes, Willem Wever. Um, does anyone not know what Willem Wever is? One? Okay. Um, Willem Wever is a TV program, a children's TV, pro TV program, where uh, children can send in questions and then they get ans answered in the TV program. Um, so to quick quickly make use and especially learn from the voice, we uh, published the Willem Wever Challenge. Um, so on the Willem Wever website, we have a lot of online articles uh, that uh, answers any questions that any children had. And uh, the Willem Wever Challenge is actually already online on our website. It's a actually, uh, it's a game uh, where um, you get a question and you have to answer with true or false. So for us, it was really, really easy to actually translate this to voice because we already had a huge database with a lot of questions and it was just easily translated to voice. So that is why we published this to learn more about how to go live, how to um, uh, see what the happy path is, um, see what the unhappy path is, but also look more into the data, how many people use it. Uh, I will talk to you more about it later. Um, yeah, so this is like this was, uh, I think last year in December or November we published the Willem Wever Challenge. Um, but with the Slim Cements, we actually wanted to take more time to translate uh, TV format to voice. So we uh, took more time for this process and really got into like the uniqueness of the Slim Cements. Um, yes. So before we start started with the Slim Cements. We looked at our um, what we learned from our other uh, voice actions. So uh, we have Binnenste Buiten, which is a TV program uh, about anything in and around the house with a lot of inspiration, but also cooking recipes. And the Vale uit het Nest, which is not based on a TV program, but it's um, it's a, it's an interactive audio story uh, in which children for children actually, and um, it's a. Um, yeah, so it's uh, actually a story about animals, and the children can actually choose their path. So they get a choice: do you want to go to the forest or do you want to go to the sea? And then you can choose your own path. Um, I will um, explain a little bit more about what we learned from this. 
because um, from both we learned that the power of sound design is super important. Like it's it's the power of sound design is really important. Um, you should not underestimate the, the sound design because that's how you. Um, I think that's how you make a story or, or how you break it or make it or break it. <laughs> so um, it's actually from Binnenstebuiten. We um, had uh, Sharon. The uh, she was our uh, chef in Binnenstebuiten. She was explaining all the uh, steps in uh, for the recipe, and it made it a lot more personal. And it made it more like it added a layer to the whole cooking assistant, and. Um, also with Verhaal um, uit Nest, the sound design was super important for children to actually get into the story. So it really makes a lot of um, a difference if you hear a lot of noises from the nature and everything around. So that's like uh, a, a way to really get the people into your story. So this, yeah, we learned this from uh, these actions. I will quickly let you hear onze boom. Maar Sippy is nog steeds niet terug. Oh, er zal toch niks ergs gebeurd zijn? Zoals wat? Kijk daar! Alle boomschors nog aan toe. Onderaan mijn stam zit een poes. Oh nee, ren voor je leven! Nee, nee, zij weet vast meer. We moeten het haar vragen. Ben je betoeterd? Ik ben weg. Lief mensenkind, je moet me weer eventjes helpen. Wat denk jij? Wat broer en zus moeten doen? Naar de poes toe? Of wegrennen. Okay, so this story goes on a long time, and it was actually pretty fun to uh, test these with the children because they were really on the edge of their seat and they're really getting into the story. So that was really great to um, experience this uh, with the verhaal uit het nest. So now I'm going to talk to you about the Slim's Cements. Um, so the, what we learned from Verhaal uit Nest and Binnenstebuiten was that sound design is important and that is why we um, immediately from the start um, introduced uh, the, uh, the sound design company, uh, Voice Branding. They actually joined us in our sprint um, because we really wanted to like from the start uh, get them involved. So we organized a four-day voice design sprint um, with voice, voice branding. And in this um, four days, we went from scratch to actually a um, Wizard of Oz prototype, and we tested this with our uh, target audience. So with um, our goal from this sprint was actually uh, to catch the tone of voice of the TV program and really the atmosphere, and not test uh, if it is technically working. So that is why we did the Wizard of Oz prototype, which is kind of faking breaking yeah, the prototype. So we faked that it was working, so we manu manually uh, did all the answers. I don't know, I hope I explained it well. Is there someone who doesn't know The Wizard of Oz? Yeah, okay, you're all good, okay. <laughs> um, so um, in the end, we had like a working, uh, working prototype with The Wizard of Oz, and we tested this with our audience. Um, we, in the end, uh, made a multiplayer game, and it was not our um, intention to technically um, test it. So otherwise, we also had to focus a lot of time on our unhappy path. Uh, so that is why we did the Wizard of Oz. Um, and here.
we took a lot of time to uh, translate the uniqueness of the Slim Cement to voice. So from the start, we focused a lot of time on the brand features. And I think this is really important to in translating this to a, a TV format to voice. What is the brand? What is uh, What does it make you feel like? What is the emotions you get while watching the TV program? Um, what kind of tricks do they use to make you feel this way? This was something we uh, worked on a lot uh, during the day. And I think with the Slim Cements, we uh, first find out it's kind of thrilling to watch. It's kind of like you're on the edge of your seat. You like, um, it's kind of, um, yeah, you, you want to participate. You want to like uh, know what, what the, the candidates are saying. And the one way they're doing it in the TV program is that they are um, adding the time clock. So you hear this all the time, the click, uh, the ticking of a clock. Like all the time, you're all the time like, okay, it's really nerving, <laughs> nerve wracking. Uh, so this is something we want to translate to our um, voice action as well. So with every question, we added the ticking of a clock. So you were also all the time like, okay, I have to answer and it's like on time and I have to be quick. So um, this is one thing we had in uh, our prototype. Then next. Um, which is also one of the most, um, most important of the TV program is the humor. So um, a lot of times uh, in the TV program, Martin interrupts the whole show and just randomly tells a story or he just says something random. Um, but it's also like the sarcastic, um, sar yeah, the sarcasm that makes it kind of funny. So we wanted to translate this as well into our uh, voice action. Uh, sometimes you hear him breaking in or there's like the bell he, ha he has and you, uh, he's gonna tell a weird story. Uh, we did want to test if it was annoying because it could, like, when you're playing a game, it's kind of annoying when Martin interrupts you. <laughs> so we can, uh, we actually um, gave the the players a choice, so they could choose if they want to hear the story or not. And then, last, that is entertaining. The um, in the Simpsons, it's really a lot of variety and. The form is really different in all the rounds. So there's a lot of different questions, a lot of different rounds. Uh, you get like a lot of switching between players. So we also wanted to add this as well into our voice action. Um, we added this in because we had three different, we made up three different rounds. And it's an actually a multiplayer game, so you can play it against each other. And um, we wanted to, um, wait. Yeah, so we wanted to uh, actually uh, use this and s um, make like the switching between players a lot of times because if uh, there's just one player playing, it's really boring and you're just like, okay, this is not that much fun. So we in our in our voice action, you have all the time uh, uh, like a switching between the players, and yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm now gonna uh, make you listen to a clip of the beginning of our game. Hey Google, start the Slim Stements. Welkom bij de Slimste Mens. Dus jij denkt dat je de slimste bent. We gaan beginnen. Philip, ik neem het even van je over. Dit is de Wie is het vragenronde. Speler 1, wie hoor je? 
ik zwaar getafeld heb, want ik wil een nacht mee eten, maar dat is heel lang geleden. Ik vind het al ronduit teleurstellend om dit te horen. So it was actually pretty nice because she was a really, really big fan of the show and she really enjoyed Martin interrupting and all the time just commenting. So Martin was actually uh, added every time you get a wrong answer, you hear Martin saying, well, this is bullshit. Why are you saying this or something like this? It was really cool. <laughs> so I actually, um, when we uh, made this prototype, I actually went to Martin to record all these just random words and he, I had like a script of him like, oh, you can say this or you can say that. And he just went along and he just went on going. Uh, he said so many random things. It was really great. So <laughs> yeah, we, um, um, it was also good to uh, realize it here that every time we switch, oh, you don't see it. Okay. Every time we switched between players, you could actually see one of the person that is not um, playing that he was gonna sit, he was sitting back and the other one that did play that went in like, the front of his seat, so it was good to see this as well in body language that it worked. Um, yeah, so again, the learnings we had from this um, testing and validating that again, um, sound design is super important. I said it already, but here again, we learned this a lot, that you can bring like the atmosphere and that it was with the sound effects and the sound, um, the like the soundtrack, that they really had the feeling that they were in the Slim's Men's. We had a difference between uh, people that really were fan of the, the Slim's Men's and people who were not, and they both liked it as, as well the same. And those people that were really a fan of the Slim's Men's were like, whoa, I really felt like I was playing the game and I was in it, and they thought it was really enjoyable. Um, also for the user experience, uh, sound design was here also really important because um, every time we, um, uh, we implemented like the sound design and the, um, wait, how do you explain this? So um, you, we made it like really clear when the player had to answer. So we, in the end, we went kind of up in the sound or the ticking was like, and then a, a bell. And then you really knew what, when you had to answer. So this was also important for really the user experience and knowing when you had to answer or not. Um, and also, the expectation of the user is that they really want instant feedback. So it's kind of because voice feels like a conversation. Uh, people were really annoyed if they didn't get answered quick enough, uh, especially when you play a game that's on time. If you don't like get answered qu uh, like quickly enough, they just are annoyed. So this is why we're now working on a, a technical working prototype. Um, here we are gonna test if it's too much of an annoyance if it's like there's no instant feedback for them. So this is something we're still trying to work out. And also to see if the if the voice does or the Google Home doesn't understand like how are they responding and how is it, yeah, is it that annoying or not? Um, last one, the scalability. Um, we actually uh, tested with the Google Voice and um, we want to know um, what, what it felt like for them and actually a lot of people are still that are not used with the Google Voice are kind of annoyed by it. So we asked the question if you uh, want Philip who is the presenter asking the questions or do you want the Google Voice asking the questions but you have way more questions 
then actually everyone said the Google Voice. So they liked it way more if you have more questions. And this is something we also learned from Willem Wever, the action. Um, with Willem Wever, every week we add more questions. And um, a lot of people come back, actually, if you add more content. I, I wrote down the numbers, wait. Um, so um, we started in December with Willem Wever. And um, we have now more than 12,000 users. And they started the action more than 100, 140,000 times. Um, so in August, the average user started the action 11 times. So I think that's quite a lot that uh, in one month they come back 11 times because we add like all the time questions. So for instance, oh wait. Um, yeah, so we had 14,000 users playing it 16,000 times. So this is a also a good uh, learning for us as well that you just have to add content all the time and then I think you're good for the, the users. So what's next? Um, so our next question is, is it possible to automatize Philips voice? Uh, because we uh, want to have a lot of questions, but we cannot, uh, every time we cannot go to Philip asking the questions. So now we're actually in the process of him um, yeah, automatizing his voice so we can just have any question we want. Uh, and this way we uh, take away the annoyance of the Google Voice, but we still have really the, the slim cement feeling. Um, and we're trying, we're testing out if it actually feels like it's Philip asking the questions. So this is a really nice and uh, yeah, we're working on it now. We're kind of dependent on him being here because he's a lot in, in France. But when uh, I think we're starting in uh, the end of October with this, uh, yeah, or we're, we're already working on it now, but in October we're actually, uh, yeah, making the progress further. And um, yeah, in two weeks we're gonna finish the technical prototype. So uh, when we combine the two, hopefully we're going live in January, the end of January. So that's still like a work in progress. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it that I wanna tell you now.